In Your Element is made just for you, the listener. If you enjoy the podcast, consider visiting patreon.com slash inyourelement and supporting at the $1 level or above to receive all future episodes early and ad-free. Gain a Patreon-exclusive role in the In Your Element Discord server, where you can hang out and chat with myself and other elementalists, be eligible for giveaways, attend patron hangouts, and more. Now, on to the show. Welcome to episode 23 of In Your Element, a gaming podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Adler. Today, I'm joined by my guest, Adrian Espinoza. How you been lately, dude? I've been doing good, man. Nice. Uh, What have you been playing lately? I have been playing a lot of Fortnite. I um, am very close to finishing Shadow of Colossus. The Uh, remake, right? The the new one? Hell yeah. So there's 16 of those like Colossi, they say. Right, right. And I've, I believe I've gone through 12. I think think earlier I beat the 12th one. So I'm I'm pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. After that, um, I'm also, I already have Resident Evil 2 preloaded. So as soon as I finish Shadow of Colossus, I'm just jumping straight into that. It's going to be great. I'm so jealous. I'm I am in a spot right now with uh, Kingdom Hearts and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I just picked up, which are just two massive games. And I just yeah. I feel like I can be kind of like I, a plateaued moment. N- no, like I just began both of them, surprisingly. So, oh, OK, uh, I got Assassin's Creed Odyssey on sale for 30 bucks, which is like an awesome price. Fantastic game. One of the best games of last year, from what I hear. And uh-huh. uh, I loved Origins last year, and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm ready to hop in. I knew I was going to play this game, just waiting for that good moment. I don't know why I decided to pick that up three days before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, because I know that's going to get all my <laughs> attention. So now I feel bad because I started Assassin's Creed, and I've already had to put it on pause uh, so I can put my attention towards Kingdom Hearts. That being said, I was so close to pulling the trigger on Resident Evil, and I think any other time I would have, but I know that I wouldn't give it the proper attention that it needs right now. But I'm so I'm having such bad FOMO just seeing it all over the Internet. Everyone's raving about it. I can't stop hearing it anywhere. Twitter, Reddit, podcasts that I'm listening to on the side. Like it's everywhere, dude. It's it's like in the the it's zeitgeist moment right now for everyone. So uh, I'm very jealous of you that you've got that preloaded and ready to go. But uh, I'm excited for you also. I mean, the bo- the bonus, like the positive thing you could take from that is at least, you know, when you do start it, you're not going to be disappointed. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I, I'm for sure. I'm just trying to plan out like the next few months. And I'm like, man, I, I feel like I've got to get that game in soon or it's yeah. gonna, it's not going to happen for six months because we've got Anthem next so month. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm on the verge of far cry new dawn like i'm probably gonna be getting that game too i didn't even realize until earlier today that 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 game's gonna be 40 bucks Mm -hmm. like it's not even a full 60 which is like even more compelling Uh, i think because it was probably so not okay i'm not gonna say that it's not that it's easy to make that one no game is easy to make right but right more than likely because it's probably going to be very familiar to 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 the previous to five yeah well i mean they they reuse the same map they already laid that yeah. out but i'm thinking back with primal because that was basically a, a remake of the uh far cry 4 map but uh they changed quite a bit obviously with the scenery oh it was um, huge it was a big you, difference you played me. primal right yeah 
Yeah, I played the whole. Yeah, I beat four and primal. Yeah, pretty much back to back because I uh, I had waited on four for way too long. Yeah, and so those came out about a year apart apart too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like it was kind sure. of the same scenario with five and New Dawn, where it's just a like a twelve month gap between the two of them. Yeah, and I remember primal like was such a like a like what this is what yeah this is not this is so different. Um, one primal's amazing. Two, yeah, I. I knew that I figured that out, like just playing the game. I didn't know that before, like from like online. I, I just figured out like this is the same exact map. And right. that's kind of insane. Right. Um, but I honestly, the only reason why I knew was because I started catching on to it when I was looking at the map. If yeah, like running around, I truly did not really see it from that perspective. Yeah, it was it felt so different. And so. that was that game 60 or was that 40 also? I feel like that game was a full 60. I got. I'm pretty sure it was 60, bro. I think it was, which is what surprised me about the new Dawn price. I mean, I it to me, it it, it looks like it's going to be a full game. Like it's not just a, a an upgraded oh, DLC. Yeah. It, it, no, it's it definitely very like much sequel. looks like it's a full game. Yeah, but it's yeah, it crazy that they're like putting it at 40 bucks. It is. It is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm down I'm thinking I'm about st- it. I don't think they've ever done that, have they? That's probably the first time. Not that I can recall. The last one that was like a, a, a low price in the series was Blood Dragon, but was that was blood? a clear yeah. spinoff, and that was a very short game, like yeah, very it was, short. It was a small thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, so we've got that coming up. Obviously, Anthem and coming out at the end of next month as well. Um, I mean, March, April. What's coming out in April? Something big. Oh, um, Days Gone, which I oh, yes. was not was not excited for. And then I'm they so put out some some dude. new footage from uh, what GDC right now? What was going on recently? Yeah, I didn't watch uh, the thing. Or, or no, it was a uh, it was Pack South. I'm sorry, Pack South. And they they had some footage there, and it's like, damn, that game might actually be really good. Like it yeah. might be a sleeper. I didn't watch it because I I saw so I saw the the demo that they kind of were putting out for a long time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for that moment, I knew, dude. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get super into this plus the lead the main character is the same it's the same actor that played a uh, star killer in the force awaken or the force unleashed it's the same guy i thought that was I don't so know who cool that is. you know the force unleashed games though right uh i know of them i haven't played yeah. them though uh the main character the main actor for that guy yeah is like a they 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 not only like did he did the mocap and was yeah. like the face but he also like did the voice acting i'm pretty sure and everything too um oh shit He's the same guy. I didn't. It took me a second to catch it because he looks yeah. completely different. But then I saw his face and I was like, "No way, that's cool." That's uh, that boy. That's that boy. Yeah. So it was kind of it was kind of like a fun little like, "Oh, that's dope." Uh, besides that, though, the game looks absolutely awesome. It just seems yeah. fun to to just fight an actual horde of zombies like that. Yeah, that's kind of the interesting thing that I, I took away from seeing some mechanic. of that recent stuff. Yeah, having just like the big mobs of them. Uh, it just it it's a very interesting game that seems like it's blending a few different open world games and mm-hmm. similar gameplay and kind of just mashing them up into something comfortable. It seems like a very comfortable game from Sony right now after really pushing the boundaries on a crazy. lot of stuff with God of War and I mean Spider Man to an extent, even though I would consider that a pretty safe open world game too. They just had a really great property to I work. I think they with. just knew how to do quality. Yeah, yeah, That's it was a fantastic one. game. Yeah, right. 
um yeah so i'm i'm that's kind of like the x factor coming up for me in the next few months is days gone how's that going to yeah. perform is that game going to turn out well is it going to surprise people is it going to be a disappointment i thought at first that game was not going to do well it just seemed yeah. like it, too close to coming out to the last of us 2 you know i i can imagine last of us we're probably going to get within the next year or so maybe sooner and like why why put that game out so close to that too so who knows we'll see true um i also am curious to see where dreams falls now too uh they oh, you see yeah. you see the uh um the nda lifted on that so people are posting their shit all over the internet now mm-hmm. and just making some crazy stuff they like while people are still under the nda they did a full someone remade pt in dreams like completely start yeah, to finish dude, i my brother sh- is i'm pretty sure my brother's the one that showed me that that so yeah did that. yeah so nice. which is insane so i I'm intrigued by that as well. That was a game that I I mean, I played the little big planet games. Uh, I I enjoyed them. I, but I never got into the creation aspect. Like it was just too cumbersome for me. The, the, it just wasn't like a very good UI for designing and designing on a controller just feels weird in general too. It's always rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of a weird limitation. Like you're, you know, either make it on a touchscreen device, like an iPad where you really have like, full interactivity or or something like a computer where you've got a mouse a little bit better input but um man just seeing what people have done in just a few weeks with the game in beta uh i can only imagine what we're gonna see you know yeah, that's a couple years from now up all night if i ever yeah. had that chance it's ridiculous. right oh i know and and supposedly the creator aspect of this has been simplified quite a bit so it is going to be more accessible for people to jump into that maybe don't have that that creative uh, nature to that maybe there's some things that they're they can inspire you to create and i just think the whole aspect of sharing the assets that you make with other people and having them be able to feature it in their game is just such a cool idea yeah dude i've been wanting to see more of that for a while now yeah awesome well uh let's jump into it dude we got quite a quite a show ahead of us so before we begin i'd like to take a moment to let you know where you can find in your element online my website is at, uh, excuse me, my website is just inyourelementpodcast.com. Sorry. Uh, find me on Instagram at inyourelementpodcast, on Twitter at IYE podcast. And if you enjoy the podcast, consider visiting patreon.com slash inyourelement and supporting at the $1 level or above to receive all future episodes early and ad free. Gain a Patreon exclusive role in the In Your Element Discord server where you can hang out and chat with myself and other ele- elementalists. Be eligible for giveaways, attend patron hangouts, and more. And if you have any gaming-related questions that you'd like me to answer, email me at hello at inyourelementpodcast.com. I'll answer your questions on the next episode of In Your Element. So let's jump straight into the news. Uh, the first bit of news this week is regarding the recently released Resident Evil 2 remake, which we discussed earlier. Capcom revealed in a press release that the game has already shipped over 3 million units in its first week. This outpaces 2017's Resident Evil 7, which shipped over 2.5 million in its first week. The recent sales of the game also pushed the franchise as a whole to over 88 million units since it debuted back in on the PlayStation 1 in 1996. That's wild. Um, very wild. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was going to be their biggest franchise. For some reason, I would have thought Street Fighter or Mega Man would have been, you know, up there. Those are definitely like two of the other big franchises that they've got. Monster Hunter as well. Uh, yeah. But Resident Evil is like doubled Street Fighter, which is the next biggest that they've got. So really, really staggering numbers. 
Uh, I wrote a detailed piece um, myself about this, which you can see on mammothgamers.com, and I'll add the link in the show notes if you're interested in reading more. Uh, but Adrian, what are your thoughts on these incredible first week shipments for Resident Evil 2? It's it's kind of mind blowing in the, in the same way that you you were saying like you wouldn't you wouldn't expect to be resident like for Resident Evil to be kind of their champion. Right. Sense. Right, I, right. I wouldn't if in the no. same sense, just like you said, I if I would have like to think about who would be their like star game franchise, essentially their biggest, I would yeah. almost immediately say Mega Man. Yeah. Uh, Mega Man just seems like uh I feel like I feel like it's it. You know I mean? I feel like everybody There's so many games in there too. Yeah, right. Know, and it's crazy. I mean that and Street Fighter. Street Fighter's got. I mean, yeah. look at how many times they've re-released Street Fighter Two over the years, and people just keep buying it. Just and it's still it. such a huge game. And um, mm-hmm. in in the the fighting game tournaments and stuff, like Street Fighter's always there. And yeah, I, I'm surprised, but at the same time, you look at it too, and that's like one of the iconic franchises from the PlayStation One era. And those games did very well and they continue to do well. And I imagine that this game's probably going to end up being one of the best uh, in that series, if not the best when it's all said and done just in terms of sales. But yeah, yeah, I mean, critically it's at, I think it's at a 91 on Metacritic right now, which is unreal. Yeah. Yeah, For, for a game. Yeah. For a game that they rebuilt from the ground up, but kept so much of that core original game intact but really modernized it and brought more modern systems to it. Um, I'm just, I'm uh, hats off to Capcom for sure. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, in other news, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for Nintendo Switch was just updated to version 2.0.0, which includes a number of character balance changes, a huge list, by the way, uh, offline spirit mode battles for up to four players, and the Piranha Plant character for purchasing the game. If you own Smash Brothers but have not registered yet, you have until January 31st to do so. And if you are getting the show on free podcast feeds, that means that that time has already passed, unfortunately. And Nintendo revealed that the Piranha Plant will be available to purchase at a later date. So, Adrian, uh, are you excited for our first new character in Smash since the release? <laughs> I, it's definitely unexpected. Yeah. Like, could I... <laughs> I remember when... When Troy was, I think he was the first one that brought it to my attention. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I can't. Of all things, of all things, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, at first I didn't even know how to think about it. Like, how is it going to work? You're just going to walk around in the tube? Is he just going to like yeah. come out of nowhere? And he yeah. does. Yeah, it's dude, so he's crazy. just, he's like in a pot. He's like in a plant pot. Bro, I, I don't know who, who like came up with the idea. And I know it's such a bizarre to character to get yeah. to get it to be like the green lit right green light. But dude, yeah. hats off to them because that's 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 an achievement right there. Bro. It is. And it's it. I, you know, the more I've uh, thought about Piranha Plant, which we, we did get to see back in the last Smash Direct, I think at the uh, end of last year before the game came out, they showed off that that's going to be kind of like a uh, an early adopter bonus for people who got the game. And yeah. then they had to, a couple months to redeem that code um to get it for free and i was like man piranha plant that's such a weird character because it's not like you know every other character in there is from a series like with a name uh and this is just a generic character with legs like, yeah oh yeah uh <laughs> he's got like little feet that pop out yeah but uh just so, such a weird thing because there's there are named 
piranha plants in the Mario series, like PD Piranha, yeah. uh, which is actually his uh, his ultimate Smash um, character that kind of comes out of that. But I mean, it's just bizarre that they just picked a generic like piranha plant, you know? Like uh, I would have expected a, a like a you know the little brown goombas like over a I don't know I I it's yeah, just so crazy to me it is it, I, I, hope I, we get I, the, I hope we get one of those cannons those flying cannons the bullet bills yeah yeah dude there yeah. we go I always they, I, they, they have that already as a characters. they already have that as a an item you can pick up so oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold your breath too long on that but uh, it's funny um, one of our buddies pointed out to me uh, the irony in um, mario kart has waluigi as a playable character and, and uh, piranha plant as an item and then you look over in smash and piranha plant is a, pr- a playable character and waluigi is an item basically he's an just assist flips. trophy so yeah i love it just waluigi doesn't get that love in smash still so uh but yeah i'm excited for uh for a new character it's it's uh, already been a couple months crazy to think that the game's been out that long and still selling like crazy and they're still supporting it with the uh the spirit stuff they've got like a mega man spirit event coming up it looks like soon and uh i, I imagine we're gonna hear something about joker and maybe get to see his move set soon which is the first actual piece of dlc coming for the game um from uh, persona 5 so very excited uh i got to play around with piranha plant uh earlier interesting character man very very different what do you think uh, of his move set it's it's cool. It's definitely like uh, a lot of like a lot of the stuff that you'd expect. Like there's one move he kind of like pops all the way out of the tube, kind of like he does in the in the games. Yeah. Where like you know his neck stretches out and everything, like and really, he does that far reach type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like one of them, he has like a spiked ball that you can like throw at the uh, other person. Uh, he's got like some poison gas that he can like power up and and exhale. And then his uh his recovery is insane. It's like a helicopter move um but it's like it's pretty op right now the uh like i had him like way off the stage and i was able to fly all the way back onto the stage with this thing so and i was like bit. it's just weird man like <laughs> piranha plant it's just such a such an interesting choice nintendo but i'm okay with it i guess um, no, gotta embrace the gotta embrace the fun side the goofiness. yeah yeah exactly um speaking of weird side we got an interesting bundle from hum- humble bundle um with some PlayStation games, interesting choices. Last time they had, um, I think Darksiders uh, was in there for the Humble Bundle, the first PlayStation one. There's mm-hmm. some interesting games that are in that first one. This one's more indie focused, so it's not going to be a lot of AAA stuff, of course. But some uh, some some weird choices in this in this bundle. So um, for those of you who don't know Humble Bundle, you can go on there. You can purchase um, basically pay what you want for a set of games. Most of the time, they're for Steam. This is actually for PlayStation 4. So if you do have a PS4 and you're looking for some new games to play, uh, this is a great way to do that. And the money that you uh, spend there goes to charity. You can pick and choose uh, the charities that they are supporting, what uh, percentage of that money goes to charity or goes to the developers or goes to Humble. So really, really cool um, website. Anyhow, the bundle for the PlayStation stuff that they've got right now on the website Features a variety of games, including Grim Fandango Remastered, The Bard's Tale, and Inner Space, which is at the $1 or more tier. So all you have to spend is $1 and you get those three games. Um, if you pay more than the average, which uh, when I checked earlier was a little over $9, then you also unlock Layers of Fear, Wasteland 2, Director's Cut, The Talos Principle, and Broken Age. 
And if you pay more than $15, you'll get all of the previously mentioned games as well as Killing Floor 2 and Shadow Warrior 2. So uh, just a heads up, the bundle is only available for a couple of weeks. So make sure to jump on that if any of those games sound good to you. Um, what do you think, Adrian? Are those any any of those games interest you? Yeah, uh, I mean, I could just say right off the bat that Killing Floor 2 and Shadow Warrior 2 are both excellent games because I've poured some good time into both of them. Yeah, um, I've played Killing Floor, I think the first one back on Steam. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the first one ever came out to PlayStation. I think it was just Steam. Yeah. And then the second one came to PlayStation, I want to say last year. Yeah, like early I think so. Last year. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic game. Uh, better with a friend in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. Me. Definitely like a multiplayer game. Just go ham on that, but mm-hmm. uh, super, super fun. Uh, Shadow Warrior Two is actually a great game. I never finished it. I need to go back and finish it, of course. Uh, yeah, what is that really one cool. about? Yeah, it's like it's if if I'm talking about the same game, which I hope I am, not misleading people. It's uh, it's like a first person kind of like you're like a you you have a gun and you have a sword, and mm-hmm. it's like first person though, and you're essentially fighting like all of these um, demons, mm-hmm. right? And so, and the main character is like such a crazy, he's so cool. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Shadow Warrior. Yep, that is the right one. It's freaking nuts, dude, because you're, you. it's like so chaotic mm-hmm. and you're just taking on all these crazy like demon characters and yeah. It's just so cool because you can just run up to, to dudes with a revolver and then just like hack and slash him with a sword and like all this crazy, just like nonsense. Right. What, uh, what but, genre is it in? Uh, it's first person shooter. Oh, it's okay. like it's action adventure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's definitely gotcha. it's like it's first person, but it's so weird because you know how like games that are first person and like you have melee weapons. It's always kind of yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's um, kind of awkward. And this one's not. Like it's very, mm. it's very, 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 very fun to just go ham on these on these dudes with swords. Yeah, uh, very cool. The second one came out, and I'm pretty sure I remember seeing getting a lot of good reviews. Yeah, and so I picked it up. Uh, I didn't get very far in it just because, like, it was just one of those things where I bought it because I was like, ooh. But then I was already like deep into another game. Right. But I loved what it was. I loved what it was about, and I do want to go back to it. But I think getting both of those games. At the fifteen dollar mark, it's pretty it's surreal. Worth it? Totally, I think so. And you get all the other games too. Yeah, the uh, uh, I'm not familiar with many of those in terms of playing through them. The other ones that they I brought heard up, but them like yeah, going through different like deals or just like looking right. at games catalog. Yeah, so I can't speak on a lot of them, but I know those last two pretty sweet. Okay, I mean those 15. are those are the big ones because those are at the fifteen dollar price. Everything else is kind of like pay more than a dollar pay more than the average so uh yeah. nice okay well uh, maybe it's worth checking out then i i kind of wrote this bundle off at first because i was like eh I, I don't really you know care for any of those but maybe well, i'll I mean, give it a look gonna, if you're gonna go for above the average and if you were yeah. saying it was like nine dollars yeah like not saying you know if you have that if other you six. have it yeah of course <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah if if yeah. you have it of course but if you you know if you don't it's different but i mean six dollars yeah. more you get two other at least i could say really really entertaining games at most right 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 huh well i will say we've got a couple of entertaining games coming up here soon that are going to be free and those are going to be the playstation plus games for february so sony just revealed on the official playstation blog that the upcoming ps4 games 
coming for free to PlayStation Plus subscribers will be uh, For Honor and Hitman, the complete first season. So For Honor is uh, described as a fast-paced, competitive experience mixing skill, strategy, and team play with visceral melee combat. And the second game is going to be Hitman, the complete first season. This is the 2016 Hitman reboot. It was very, very well received. Uh, The game summary is as follows. Become the master assassin in an intense spy thriller story. As Agent 47, you perform contract hits on powerful high-profile targets in exotic locations around the world. Gameplay focuses on taking out targets in huge and intricate sandbox levels with complete freedom of approach. Where to go, when to strike, and who to kill, it is all up to you. Uh, Sony also announced they're going to be upgrading the PlayStation Plus cloud storage that everybody gets along with their membership from 10 gigabytes to 100 gigabytes for each subscriber. So this, I think, is probably one of the better months we've seen in recent times for PlayStation Plus. What do you think? What are your thoughts on this lineup? Uh, Well, one, I want to say that 10 to 100. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's a lot of storage. If you think about how many subscribers they probably have, you know, I I have to imagine, you know, you can subscribe on PlayStation 3 as well. So there's still an ecosystem of people there. I I don't know if they've released numbers on that, but it's got to be above 50 million. So that's that's a lot of storage that everyone's getting. (laughs) Yeah, bro. That's that's it's really awesome, to be honest. It's uh, yeah, it's very cool. Um, In terms of the games, I mean. I always knew that the Hitman uh, reboot was was received really well. I know you've been telling me about it for a while. Yeah, now, how good, I know. How it's, I'm it I'm glad you didn't buy it. Now I'm I'm like uh, I, I was really upset when I saw this because I was like, damn it! I just told you to buy this, and I hope you didn't actually buy it on a whim. So if you if you <laughs> did been, wait, been, it's it was one of those games where it's like I I hope I get the chance to kind of like dive into this. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. One of those like oh you know one day one day uh, right right yeah. For Honor is a is a fantastic game. I, me and uh, two of uh, our other close friends, Orion and Griggs, we mm-hmm. um, poured a lot of time into For Honor when it first came out. Did you and you bought it dude, when it came out, bro, or we, the beta? We bought it. We're we're playing the beta, and we love the beta so much that we yeah. bought the game when it first. No came shit, out. I didn't know that. We were racking wins, dude. I, we were we were doing really really good, and then yeah. suddenly it took a real sour turn. And it got to it just became super, super like hard to play the game uh, yeah. because of like so just certain things that we wanted the game, the, the devs to hopefully fix in right. regards to how the game worked and how easy it was to to kind of take advantage of certain situations. Yeah. And we, we both it, it was like almost stressful. So we eventually stopped. But the, the game itself is fantastic. And I know they fixed like probably all of our weird nitpicking concerns about it right from from release so mm-hmm. i i would love to jump back into it like now and see how it yeah. is but the game is amazing. dude I'm, I'm i'm down to jump in because that's a game that i watched from afar when it was out and mm-hmm. i was like man there's a lot of hype around it, it people are streaming it like crazy yeah, and it, it looked like a, a lot of fun i just was like this eh. game it's really yeah. beautiful it yeah uh, it's honestly a game that i've been for me i was super hyped on it for a long time that's why i got the beta for it Right, uh, because that kind of era is like, it's like so my thing. Like, uh, mm-hmm. arm, you know, armored knights and yeah. warriors, and just like straight like melee fighting. So right. so like that's that's something that I really love. Uh, yeah. So I was so super into it. So yeah, definitely, definitely one of the best uh, months I've seen. 
two yeah. really, really quality games, both that are very, very, uh, you can sink some real time into both of them, man. Yeah, definitely. And I don't, I, I can't stress enough, don't sleep on Hitman, anybody. Uh, it, it is one of the Trouble most, uh, yeah, it's one of the most like exhilarating experiences I've had in gaming. Yeah. And I, I, it's very much a puzzle. Like you're just trying to solve a puzzle basically, but you can solve this puzzle a million different ways. And the freedom that they really give you in this game is incredible. And also, uh, if you have Hitman 2, um, then you can play the Hitman Season 1 content in there uh, for free when you have Hitman uh, 1. So getting that for free, um, I've got Hitman 2, which I've been playing and almost finished with and uh, absolutely loved it. It was one of my favorite games that I played last year um, and, and came out so late in the year and it just kind of got lost and buried under all of the other games that came out. Uh, but interestingly enough, have, now having the first one, you'll be able to play everything in that one game so you don't have to go back and forth between two separate games. So you, can, you can play all the content from start to finish. And not only that, um, all of the season one content is remastered and enhanced in Hitman 2. And they've added the progression system from Hitman 2 in there, all the difficulty levels, and then the gameplay mechanics uh, from Hitman 2. They retroactively added back into Hitman 1 if you have the second game. So uh, very, very cool uh, if you do have that. If not, it's still very much worth playing. I think there's like seven levels in the first one. Each of them, give or take, maybe two to three hours. I like to really you sink like, your teeth explore. Into it, I'm sure it's yeah. Yeah. I like to explore the hell out of each of those maps and like really try and like you you kind of want to try and break it, you know, like how how can I break this mission and like get like pull off some crazy kill that like you wouldn't expect to happen, you know, and then they give you tons of challenges to work towards too, like, you know, hey, here's the here's your targets now, you know, kill these targets this specific way, kill this person this specific way using this specific item in this costume, like they really get in there and, and challenge you to play differently so you can go in it and just try and kill them as fast as possible or you can try and achieve all these challenges and um especially with the progression system in hitman 2 level up your character unlock different stuff and um and, and it's it's incredible it's a very very fun game so definitely give it a give it a look it's free if you've got playstation plus um they usually come out the first tuesday of february so we'll see that uh this tuesday cool well, uh, let's move into our feature discussion then. So this week, Adrian and I are going to be discussing our proudest gaming achievements of 2018. So in a year that had arguably the best lineup of games ever uh, in a single year, there were definitely some incredible moments. So I'd like to begin with one of my overall achievements that I'm proud of uh, in 2018, and that was defeating the Valkyrie Queen in God of War. So uh, I know you and I were both playing God of War at the same time. And uh, you you started a bit after me and then uh, caught up very quickly and surpassed me even. And uh, I was trying to kind of come from behind and, and finish that game as well. And we were both trying to achieve the Platinum Trophy. And one of the last things that's required for the Platinum Trophy is to defeat the Valkyrie Queen. So you have a side mission in this game, which is insane, that you don't even have to do this. This isn't part of the main quest. But there's, what was it, seven Valkyries that you had to go and kill? I think there was more. I, I think so too. Uh, was, there was, man, I just went through my whole recording and I can't remember. <laughs> there is a good number of them. Let's put like it that a way. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. A so, lot. and each of these fights had 
different mechanics to an extent, but yeah, they were very challenging fights. Um, and then it all culminated with the final fight against the queen of all of these Valkyries. And, uh, one of the hardest fights I think I've ever gone through in, in gaming. If I, if I really think about it, um, very challenging. I got down to a sliver of health on her a couple times and then, and I ended up oh, dying. Those are the worst dude. Like oh. I, I couldn't have been more frustrated. Like, I don't know how many times I, I threw myself at this fight and trying to switch up the different, um, like, um, runes that I had equipped and stuff. And I'm like, man, I'm just, I need to like cheese this fight at this point. Cause it's getting to that point where yeah. I can't, I can't just keep trying over and over. Like I, I was like, dude, I need this platinum trophy because I need to just put a stamp on this amazing game right now. But this damn fight is going to be the enemy. So, um, and, and I know I was discussing with you just recently, uh, after watching some of your footage that you recorded, I didn't even realize there's a fucking shield in this game Which until totally I watched your blows video. My mind. It still <laughs> blows my mind that you, you I, bro, like I depended on that thing. Yeah. So much. Like I, I know that there is a tutorial aspect of it where they say like, okay, you've got the axe. Here's your shield. Use the damn shield. But I completely forgot about the shield, especially after so something great. happens later in the game. And I, I just didn't even think about using the shield. So yeah. I'm like, I, I might have made that that hard, uh, fight artificially harder for myself and didn't even need to. <laughs> Bro, yeah, I, I really want to. It makes me feel like you're you're a crazy fighter, though. It makes me feel like you you're even better at the game than like a normal person, because if you're never using the shield like that's insane. Yeah. That I mean, you were, I, you were stop, drop and roll for everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I was definitely like rolling a, a lot and just dodging a lot um but yeah i i mean typically my gameplay style in these kind of games anyway is more offensive yeah. than it is defensive like games yeah, that that, that like use parry systems and stuff like i've never been good at doing that timing aspect so i usually kind of just go in there and like button mash or or you know execute yeah. some really simplified combos but uh yeah i i I really want to go back and replay God of War, but I think if I did replay it, I don't know if I'd put myself through that Valkyrie fight again oh. because that was that was like uh, borderline not fun for me. <laughs> it it see, I think I completely agree. Yeah, uh, I, I played it all on hard, and I you're you're crazy, dude. Because I I, I had to turn through. the difficulty down. I think for that fight. Well, no, was I was going to say I got I to I got through all of the Valkyries on hard yeah. there was yeah. one the one that really really before i got to the queen the only one that truly like made me want to just tear my skin apart mm -hmm. was the um in uh was it muselheim in the fire realm uh yeah yeah the one at the very top dude she had this mechanic that she would she had this like specific move always yeah. got me yeah she would throw like lava on right ground. i remember and that fight only she was the only one that ever did this because of where she was at and mm -hmm. oh my god the burn effect it just destroys your health and i could yeah. not figure out a way to counter it apparently there's like a way that you can actually stop her to do from doing that i never mm -hmm. realized it hey uh, just you just gotta some. bash her in quickly like i did <laughs> well okay so there's there's this one like weird thing where if she flies up in the air yeah she's gonna like do this move uh, and she'll be behind you right apparently yeah. if you hit the down button where you like you like uh you move you like go from the like from one side to the opposite side. Mm -hmm. uh, Kratos will physically like like real quick just do like a one eighty. 
uh, I guess she stops it. I never. No shit. I, it was weird. Like I, I, I might be completely wrong on what you said, but there was yeah. something <laughs> specific that I watched somebody do one time. Yeah. Uh, while watching some playthroughs, like after, uh, and and I watched them do that, and I was literally like blown away. I was like, dude, this would have say it's kind of like probably the same kind of like epiphany you had with the shield. Like what? I could have yeah. done this this whole time. Right. Um, she was the only one that ever made me truly like I might go to normal right for this because I'm I can't like I'm I'm literally losing my mind now and it's yeah. not becoming fun anymore. Right. I did, I did get her on on hard, but the queen, bro, that there was I think I think I counted it at one time. It was like ten or eleven times where just like you said got her to like the last oh. little bar you know how yeah. it's like it has little yes. increments inside yeah. the little bar yeah it was like half of that like literally i just needed to throw my axe at her like at yeah dude i could have sneezed time. on her and she would have fallen over <laughs> like i was i was so close twice and i was yeah it was it's for me one of the worst feelings like 10 times and Jesus, i literally I was have, like i would have quit i would have just quit every gaming. single time every single time i'm like one more like i if i don't right. do this one more time then i'll then i'll switch it and then it would yeah. happen again. I'd be like, one more, one more, one more. And I got <laughs> so fed up. And it was yeah. like, it was like late too. I think it was like like 2 a.m. or something like yeah. that. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't care anymore. I, I have to do this. And I put it on normal. And I literally beat her like the first, like that first uh, fight. Right. Once I switched it. And I was Jesus. literally like, you know, when you're like, you're so relieved to the point where you're like, not even relieved. You're just like, yeah, I'm done. We're cool. Just, yeah. Just show like me the I, <laughs> I don't have to do that again is basically my thought. I was like, I, I'm happy that I did this and I'm proud that I stuck through and didn't just give up. But Jesus, man, that was one of the hardest fights I've had to go through. And, and I feel like, oh, yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like uh, I'd like to chat in the future about maybe some of the most difficult boss fights in gaming because oh, I, sure. I, truly think that's up there with some of the hardest ones at least in recent memory for me um where i where i just you, you just have to continue you're, you're not going to clear it on your first try for sure but oh, it's yeah. it's it's not even like a a dark souls like fight where you can just continue rolling and like wait like i, I don't know there's just a, a random aspect to the uh move set that they have and like it's very I've much seen, like a lot a of luck few... is involved i feel like yes I, I I've seen a good like amount of arguments uh, comparing funny enough, comparing God of War in general to like Dark Souls. Yeah. Uh, but especially like the Queen Valkyrie fight, because I feel like for everybody, it's like easily that's that's the crown fight. Right. And yeah, so, right. I, I seen people like, you know, this is honestly like worthy, of you know, like Dark Souls. And then other people are like, no, that's trash compared to Dark Souls stuff. But it, I do think in a lot of ways it made me feel like I was playing Dark Souls mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because, you know, you in in every you know a lot of games have this. Not like it's new, but the whole counter and and, and parry and just like rolling everywhere, like that's mm-hmm. really what I did for the majority of the fight. And you know, if there was one opportunity that I could do something specifically different, yeah, yeah. I would do it. But most of the time, I was just rolling and and trying to counter because um, mm-hmm. she's just throwing so much freaking crap at you. And oh so yeah, that's why I always depended on the shield because if I can time it correctly, you know, at least I'll be able to. And what's funny is, like, even when you do those like counters and you're mm-hmm. able to like throw whatever she threw at you back to her, it barely yeah. did any damage. It was really more about like you striking her. Yeah. So it made it even more like 
just sad every time I like was able to get one because it really <laughs> helped. And it's just like, ah, you thought, and uh, <laughs> it's so nuts. And then it made, it made me feel the ultimate like defeated moment was after I beat it. And like, I think a week later I was at work and I was just yeah. like on YouTube on my lunch. And like one of the suggestions in my YouTube page was like, Oh yeah, this guy beat um, the queen Valkyrie with t- taking no hits on the hardest difficulty. Get, get no, out of here, God of War. No, no, no. That's and not I was cool. like, there is no way. And, I, and no. I watched the whole thing start to finish, and I literally never felt so defeated in my life. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah, that makes me feel bad now. I'm like, this is probably my biggest achievement like, or I'm one of clever. the biggest things I've done in the last, like, couple years gaming-wise. And I'm like, some dude just, like, rolls out of bed and does it without getting hit. Without no, thanks. getting hit, dude. Oh. That's insane, man. Oh, Oh man, well that's uh, that's my first, uh, and and uh, I know that getting the platinum trophy was uh, was kind of the the icing on the cake for me on that game. Uh, but that leads into yours. What is your first that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, so so on the same note, I don't ever, I don't ever platinum games, and it's not really mm-hmm. like that I'm against it or anything. I just I never feel like I have enough time to do it. Same, um, yeah. And a lot of times, also, whenever I, because most games, I feel like I do pretty much everything, right? You know, I don't, I don't really stop until I feel satisfied, essentially, with games. Mm-hmm. And usually, I'm pretty big on collecting everything. But I've noticed in a lot of ways that most platinum trophies require you to play through the game again. Yeah, you know, like play through New yeah. Game Plus, beat it on this difficulty, and then beat right. it on this dip and. That's usually when I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna do that because I, I at this point, like, I want to play something else. But yeah, I, I there's always like something, like one little thing, typically that holds me back from platinuming something. And God of War and Spider Man were the first two games I've ever platinumed on my, well, just in general. Really, uh, those are your yeah. first two ever. Yeah. Oh shit, man! Congrats. I was about to say on my PlayStation Four, but it's the same account. I was yeah. on PlayStation 3 and I've had I've Dude, no way. Fido 2 since like 2008. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe That's no, awesome, I think, man. I think even earlier, I think 2007. Yeah. Point is, yeah, those are the only two games I've ever platinum. So, it just shows wow. to show like how much they meant to me in that case. Right. Incredible that you got both of them in the same year too, if you really look at it. Well, what's just... crazy is they were almost back to back. Yeah. Because I played God of War fairly late. Mm-hmm. and you know like i think what a month and a half later spider-man dropped mm-hmm. and with spider-man like i have to admit like i was day one and yeah you know, i just straight up like went for it and then just got the platinum but dude those were journeys man like mm-hmm. I, li- I literally i literally look back on them like they're an experience that i went through oh yeah which is it crazy could- to me yeah, this this year i mean was so good in 2018 when i say this year last year i mean yeah. Uh, 2018 was just an incredible year in general. Uh, but for Sony, it was like an outstanding year. Dude, I just... mean, that has to be their best year. I mean, besides that, we got Shadow of the Colossus in the beginning of the year, which you talked about earlier. That was in the very beginning of the year. Uh, God of War came out. I'm sorry, of course, God of War came out. Um, <laughs> Detroit Become Human. Sorry, uh, yes. Detroit Become Human, which is a game that I feel like is is still getting slept on like a, a lot of people did very underrated yeah. yeah it is very underrated i uh i'd never finished either of the uh other games from quantic dream um i bought heavy rain on ps3 played through it 
at that time with the uh, PlayStation 3 um, move controllers, which was like Mm -hmm. kind of a weird experience. And I I kind of bought that game with the intention of just using those controllers to play. And I kind of got over it pretty quickly. And uh, I was like, you know what? It was a cool game. I like the idea. I'm going to rebuy that on PS4. So when it came out there, I rebought it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a chance again. Sat down with a regular controller. And I was like, I'm still just not feeling it. It's not clicking with me. And I bought a bundle that came with Beyond Two Souls because I was like, oh, man, you know, I know that's like kind of the shitty ver- the shitty game in that uh, in Quantic Dreams library. Yeah, it tends to get I, the negative look. Yeah, I mean, some people really like it. Some people don't. I, I haven't played it, so I can't say one way or the other. But, uh, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I'll play this with my girlfriend because it's, you know, a lot of uh, kind of like cutscene decision based stuff. And mm-hmm. we, we like to play that stuff together just because, you know, it's another person giving you their their take on it or like give you know partner up and give each other like well let's go this route you know let's do this decision or whatever so um never got around to playing it so i was like all right man detroit i don't know if i'm gonna get it i ended up getting it day one and i was like holy shit this game is incredible i just like the whole uh atmosphere and like the the whole sci-fi aspect and the like a decision of of you know whether it's ethical or not to enslave robots and in the future and have them work for you and the three different storylines and everything, just such a cool game. But um, yeah, I mean, besides that, Sony was just cranking them out last year, just hit after hit. And it was, it was a, it was a banner year for them Red for Dead. sure. Yeah. Red Dead at the end of the year, which obviously that's multi-platform, but I mean, still, yeah, if you count that in there, just 2018 in general was uh, insane. Oh, yeah, so multi-platform. Hello. What's wrong? With yeah. You? Yeah. That, that was on Xbox two champ, <laughs> but uh <laughs> But yeah, so congrats on the platinums, though. I mean, that's a that's a huge achievement. I think I I don't I don't platinum very many games either. I think before before God of War, my, my most recent platinum I think was uh, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, which was my favorite game of this generation so far. Yeah. Um, still, still, yeah. Ooh. I mean, honestly, it's it's between that and God of War, but yeah. uh, I I like the. Oh, man, it's really they're they're two very different games. First of all, um, oh, yeah, of course, I like the like idea of Horizon Zero Dawn better than I like God of War, just with the like mechanical dinosaurs and like just that. A lot of the lore and stuff in that game was just so rich and incredible, and something that it's fresh. I, I just I it clicked with me on like the level of how much I love technology and all that stuff. So. Yeah. I, I there's a special place for me there with that game. That being said, um, I mean, God of War was, I would have to say, a much tighter game in terms of like the overall story. It, it's it's very different because it's it's more it was a more linear game, too. So they didn't yeah, have true. the the downside that a lot of open world games see with trying to deliver a compelling story, but also, you know, engross you in this huge open world. It's very difficult to achieve that perfectly um so god of war you know definitely had a much tighter story and a much better overall like narrative to follow and like the combat was fantastic there but man they're they're two separate things and i i don't know i I really want to sit down and like like list out pros and cons for each and kind of see where it actually stacks up because like my my heart wants to say horizon but I'm also like very, very torn with God of War because it like was you can't forget it. Yeah, no, dude, never. And and it's, and if I it, honestly, if I wanted to go back and replay a game right now, I'd probably pick God of War first. 
which is weird because yeah. I just played that game. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's yeah, been yeah. like two years since I played Horizon, but it just feels like the more like cohesive, quick game to play through, if that makes sense. But yeah, uh, makes sense. I didn't play the DLC for Horizon, and that's something that I'd like to get around to at some point. Um, anyway, so next up for me, in terms of uh, achievement that I was excited about or, or proud of, was reaching the peak of the mountain in Celeste. So uh, for those of you who are not aware, Celeste is an indie game, so it wasn't a very uh, big title in terms of AAA development. It was a very small studio. Uh, one guy, I think, working on most of the game himself. Um, but the game's very, very cool. It's a 2D retro platformer, uh, pixel art. But uh, at first glance, you'd think it's just kind of another you know, generic pixel art game, but there's a, an incredible story of a girl who's trying to overcome an obstacle um, while she climbs a mountain. And uh, she's going through a lot of mental issues that she has to get through as well. And she's metaphorically climbing her own mountain as well. So a lot of the game is just overcoming these obstacles, uh, both metaphorically and physically. And uh, all of that culminated in this final ascent segment that was uh, just insane to go through and see the journey that that you've gone through with this character and also the the personal journey that you've gone on in terms of your skill level getting better it's just there's so many cool parallels in this game and it was just such a unique story um and the way that it was delivered was just flawless and just the final ascent up that the, the peak of the mountain was one of the coolest things i i think i've gone through very difficult it was not easy uh yeah. there's a couple moments where i was like i just i you you're like pushing through it you're like i know i'm so close to the end of this game i can smell it i just need to get there and they really put you through the ringer at the end of that game trying to get through like the different levels of the mountain at the top so uh, i don't want to spoil anything for those who haven't played it it's an incredible game the end segment specifically is just very very much like a perfect cap on that whole experience and a great end to that game um, but that was one of the proudest moments that I had last year was completing that game just in general, because it, it's not an That's easy crazy. game. Um, there is a uh, kind of like an easy mode that you can turn on that uh, basically is there for folks that really do just want to get the story, but maybe don't have the um, skill level to achieve all of the platforming that's necessary to get through the game. Uh, I did not turn that on once, not even to get through any of the difficult puzzles. So uh, I really did persevere through that game myself, and uh, it is it is a proud achievement of mine for last year. So, Matt, uh, what would you put the difficulty on? Like, if you had to like one through ten, it honestly. Um, so there's a there's B sides in that game too, which is basically like really difficult levels, and those yeah. motherfuckers are a ten for sure, like without a doubt. No uh, yeah, I I. I finished the game and then i went back and i went to play the b-sides from like the very first area and mm. i think i got through the first two and then i was like holy shit these ramp up very very quickly in difficulty um the actual game itself though um difficulty wise is so here's the cool thing about celeste it starts out and you're like it, it, you know in typical games they kind of give you a little quick tutorial of like the basics you go through that and you kind of you're going to probably fail a couple times and then you get the hang of it and you're like, OK, I, I, I got this right. You get yeah. to the next room. There's more puzzles. They keep adding things on there and 
you don't realize as you're going through this game that your skill level is improving. It's just incremental. It's so slow because they're adding in little mechanics like along one the way. One. Yeah. The, the, the interesting thing is completing the game and then going back to the very beginning and seeing just how much you've grown. And you so, just like probably fly through it. Oh yeah. I mean, like the, the great thing about Celeste is every room, it's like single room puzzles that you're solving that are very, very quick. So it never feels like uh, too much investment in one area because you, okay, you, you get through it so quickly, you either die and you respawn immediately and yeah. you're jumping through or you get through it, right? So, um, yeah, so going back to the very beginning of the game, it, it's just insane how easy it is. But at the time, you're like, man, I can't, I, I don't know how to solve this puzzle. You know, yeah. I you look at it and you're like, how am I going to get through here? So many times I got to the next room and I was like, I don't even know where to start. And then you you just start trying things and then you figure it out eventually. Um, so it, answering that question, what's the overall difficulty of the game? I I would probably put it at like ugh, eight and a half or a nine maybe. But it's but definitely what, up there. Yeah, it's it's up there. I mean, it's it's a challenging game, but it's a consistent challenge. Like yeah. it's it's certain areas aren't like harder than others i mean there's definitely some some extra stuff that you can collect because there's uh, little strawberries that you can go through and collect as well that do require some really precise platforming but um yeah i i'd say it's definitely up there in challenge and uh very fulfilling to get through uh especially if you don't use the assist mode in there so celeste give it a shot if you haven't if you have an xbox one i think it's uh free with uh, games with gold right now so hit that up for free yeah you've got you have an xbox right i do games with gold my dude get on there it's, it's free right now um uh, yeah so let, moving on what is your next uh achievement that you're proud of so it's it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy one to me to be honest uh i recently you know got that email from sony basically saying like, oh, these are all the things that you did in 2018 with all like, you know, stats, basically. Yeah, right, right. So turns out I played about 50 games, had about 322 trophies. It's great. Nice. But yeah, the big one was that I put in 1628 hours overall Jesus. as a whole in 2018. And that's that, a lot of time. Dude, that completely blows me away. Like, yeah, that is holy absolutely shit. Absolutely insane yeah yeah that's a that's a lot and uh i got that same email and uh looked at my stats and i was uh a little underwhelmed actually i was expecting that i had logged a lot of time there myself i had uh 66 games played i believe and uh only like 500 hours which was uh i did play a lot on switch last year i think i i definitely played probably two to one switch to PlayStation four. Um, I, I feel like switch was like your main game or your main console throughout the year. Oh yeah, it definitely was. I, I put in work on the switch last year. Uh, I mean, Octopath, I had like 85 hours in some crazy shit smash. I had 55 by the time the, the year finished up. Pokemon had another 50 hours in there. Uh, those are just the three that I can think right off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, all the indie games that I pl- played, um, you know, between Hollow Knight, Celeste, The Messenger, 
um, Into the Breach, Dead Cells, like those games had to combine uh, for quite a bit of time too. So yeah, uh, I wish Nintendo did something like that too, just to kind of get an idea of uh, of how much time's put in. But um, what are some other things that stood out to you on there besides the just the crazy amount of time that you put in? Uh, the other the other crazy thing is that I played 313 days out of the 365. Yeah, that's a that's crazy, man. I literally played almost (laughs) every single night for a whole year. Like that, absolutely. And I'm sure that the like the days that it says I wasn't there, I'm sure I was out of town. You know what I mean? Because right, yeah, like you just couldn't actually. Like I just physically could not do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then my longest uh my longest streak was 16 hours, which does not surprise me because I tend to. The thing is, like when when I get when you get going, you know what I mean. Like you really get going. So oh yeah, with me it's like I don't. If I start playing something, it, it gets so hard for me to put like the controller down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And sometimes I'll just push myself. I'm just like, screw it, you know, just do an all nighter. I'm off tomorrow. Blah, blah blah. And so it's 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 surprising yet it's not. I feel like oh that's definitely something Adrian would do. You crazy right? person, just freaking play for sixteen hours. Like that's nuts absolutely nuts um i i wish it showed me like what i was playing yeah i i i really do enjoy that this email came out i hadn't seen this before from playstation and i'm i'm just all about stats i just like to Mm -hmm. see you know where i rank and and all that stuff and um that's why i do like the switch that that has like the system-wide uh counter for all of the games yeah um and and i do i do look at that stuff and i'm like okay you know how much time have i put in like, do I feel like I put in that much time? Um, some of this stuff I don't feel is 100% accurate, personally. It says I put 55 hours in Red Dead 2. I definitely did not play 55 hours. I'm pretty sure my save's at, like... Oh, it doesn't show in that game. That's the thing. But I, if I were to estimate what I played, uh, I got to, like, middle of Chapter 4. It had to be, like, 30 hours. And then I put the game down. So I don't know where they got 55 hours. They also have 53 for God of War. Pretty sure I got the Platinum and just left uh at, at around 30 hours so it only um, took you 30 hours i mean it says 53 Bro, I, I don't in. i clocked in at like almost like over 50. maybe really okay i mean maybe that is right then but jesus christ that makes me really upset that i played 55 hours of red dead 2 and didn't even get close to the end <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man game's just so huge it's it's yeah crazy, dude. and the worst part is like you know i I wasn't the biggest fan of the game, as I, I mentioned earlier um, in a previous like episode. You you were. Yeah. I mean, I, well, the thing is, I didn't think I was going to be going in. So I kind of just proved that I, I really don't care for Western like themed stuff. Like it's mm-hmm. never been my favorite genre. It's, it's actually one of my least favorite genres overall. So I, I knew going into that game that it's going to be an uphill battle to really keep my interest. Right. And yeah. uh, and then couple that with the the pacing of the game, just how um, meticulous everything was. It, it it didn't resonate with me like I thought it would. Um, that being said, I understand it's it, it's a technical achievement. I I know that it's a very well made game, and like graphically, it's beautiful. Story wise, um, you know, I was it was fine. It's something I'd like to go back to and finish at some point. But I also came to the conclusion the other day that I'd almost be okay with just having someone spoil the game for me. <laughs> yeah, because I, I want to. Yeah. I want to know what happens, and I. I don't think I'm gonna 
uh, at least anytime soon get back into that game and then the online aspect of it was kind of a, a, a disappointment a so other, far so yeah and that's a whole other ball game too it's just like that game could require so much attention yeah if you yeah. really wanted to to try to get it all out of it um mm-hmm. it's so nuts i just realized that uh my three top games were Fortnite, which is obvious yeah um, yeah Black that Ops was my 4. that was my top game too which is interesting the third one is what surprises me and it's one that i don't speak about much which is crazy um mass effect andromeda i spent holy shit that's right you went back and played through that what do you think of it overall you know i definitely see it in a positive light i think i didn't buy it at first because everyone just trashed it yeah yeah and i feel like leading up to the release everyone was just trashing it it was just always this like well it's never going to be you know what the old games were and all this stuff um yeah and it definitely does have issues right like i i decided to get it one day because i'm dude i love mass effect so much and mm-hmm. there was just like this weird like man i just want to be involved in that universe again even mm-hmm. if it's even if it may not be like what i'm expecting so right you know I, I got it and i think i even got it on sale i think i got it for like 30 bucks something like pretty pretty low and it wasn't out for that long at that point so mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised. But I mean, in the beginning, it was a little hard for me to get into it, but I just kept going. And yeah. dude, like it says I put in 95 hours into the game. So it must Whoa. mean something, right? Jesus, <laughs> man. That's insane. That's why it's top three. Because top yeah, my, my uh, Fortnite, which I'll get into because that was that involves my other achievement. But like yeah. Black Ops 4, I put in 160 hours, which does not surprise me. No way. Mm -hmm. damn bro yeah that game that game was a a big surprise i think for for all of our friends yeah i mean it's yeah i i i was talking and going back and kind of like you know uh meaning it again but yeah i i really had to take a break because it was like it was it was burning me out i was yeah into it one of the uh, achievements that i considered mentioning uh was in regards to that and it was uh the fact that i almost got um uh prestige on there which i haven't done in i i think ever no i prestige once i'm sorry on the first black ops but like in black insane, ops one like a long time ago yeah yeah it was it's been i mean it was ps3 it was a very very long time ago um and i'm like two levels away from prestiging and i did that in like the first i don't know 10 days or something in this game and uh yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, if I had hit that prestige, I might have put that as one of my like proud moments because it for me, uh, it's it's an investment. It it definitely takes yeah, a lot sure. of time to get there. You know, you, you can't just you, you can play for a very long time and get there. But uh, a certain level of skills involved or it's going to be a very long run before you get there. And okay. uh, I got there very quickly. Um, granted I didn't actually get, I have like two levels away. I think I'm at 53 when I stopped playing a few months back, but, uh, I definitely want to get back in there and, and jump in. Cause that, that game surprised the hell out of me. And, uh, it's, it's so good. I don't know. I don't know what it, it is about it. And, uh, you know, I spent almost the entirety of my time playing multiplayer. I played, I yeah. put a good chunk into zombies. I, I yeah, did, I did one of the Easter eggs. Um, you know, I did, I did a few things, but yeah the multiplayer dude i don't know what it's so addictive even like mm-hmm. even though it's like call of duty and it can get toxic and stuff like it just didn't matter for some reason like i didn't yeah. care it was just so fun to just jump in and just like play your heart out um 
But yeah, I mean that that whole that whole email was a really cool thing. Just like you said earlier, it it mm-hmm. I really wasn't expecting to see that amount of time put in. Right. Oh, um, sure. And to be and it's weird because like the whole like last year, you know, I put out my first uh, my first album and I, I really mm-hmm. finally got my music going. And so it's weird to think that even with all this stuff changing in my life and, you know, really pushing uh, the art that I want to pursue. Yeah. that I still was able to put that much time into it. It's kind of crazy. I know. Yeah, that's all. That's super crazy. That's a lot of time. Yeah, dude, it's some, some <laughs> real some real crazy time. That's some big boy work. Uh, speaking of big boy work, my next achievement and final achievement that I'm proud of is uh, when I got my first and only solo victory royale on PlayStation 4. Uh, so this is Fortnite, of course. Um, I have <laughs> I not played this day still. Yeah, man, I was hyped as hell. This was um, very early in the year uh, during season three. So it seems like forever ago at this point. Um, but I, I had just an incredible game where I had like a, I had three gold scars at, at one point, like just looting people. And I, I just, I was like, man, this, this has to be the one that I win. Right. And, uh, yeah. so I went through and I got into like a crazy ass build battle at the very end with some guy. And like, uh, the circle was so small that I, you could, you know, pretty much see all of the edges on the screen. And, uh, and I was way up in the sky and I was like, where is this other guy, man? Like it's me and one dude. And I, I can't see this guy. I'm also so high up in the air. And I remember looking around and I'm like, where, like I was panicking because this is still when like, yeah, your you heart's know. just racing at this point. Well, yeah. And I also like was not proficient at building at this point. I was like, I don't even know how I built myself up into the sky. Like uh, this is an accident. But uh, I remember I had a sniper rifle or something and I was like looking around uh, down below and I was like, this dude's going to pop up on me and just like cap me. And, and I'm going to be very, very sad because I got mm. second place a lot. Like I, I just would choke at the very end, you know? Uh, yeah. but I looked down and I see a bush moving and I was like, no way, dude, this is it. This is it, man. This is it. And I just got him, dude, that victory Royale splash. And I was, I was hyped. Um, so I, I, I've gotten a couple on uh, mobile, which I don't really feel like it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel the same as that yeah. first one, you know, that first victory Royale, um, I playing with you guys, especially in, in, um, squads, we get that pretty frequently. Like, whenever we're all gelling together, like we, we can, we can definitely pull that out. Um, and, and it's just wild that like, um, you know, they, they, they still feel great when you get that victory route, but like the more you get, you know, obviously that, that it's like a diminishing, diminishing return on that, that feeling of greatness. Cause you're like, okay, I've done this X amount of times now, but nothing is like that very first one, you know, the, especially when you know that like, you're the only one who got you to that point. Like you didn't have to rely on your teammates to carry you through the game. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel like, uh, happens with me. So, um, that's definitely one of the, uh, memorable moments for me, um, gaming wise, uh, an achievement. So what about you? What's your last achievement that you're excited about? Well, also involving Fortnite, um, which I agree by the way, you know, there's something about winning solos. Like it's, it's so, I feel like the stress meter is cranked up to the max yeah, compared to everything else. But then, yeah. you know, the payoff is also pushed to the max, you know, you, right. you really feel like you, you did it. You did it on yeah. your own too. Nobody, nobody helped you. No one had your back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you got yourself there. Um, mm-hmm. So I play a lot of Fortnite, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's really the main game 
I've played all year. Um, mm-hmm. And what's funny is like I didn't really like Fortnite at all yeah when it first came i like save the world because i was like really i really loved the whole aspect of that whole like kind of defense build thing yeah and i don't know man like all my friends you you know all you guys loved it so much and it just pulled me into it really and i i really felt like i sucked at the game like Mm -hmm. crazy and and what's and it was so weird to me because you know all i play shooters like i feel like i'm really naturally good at shooters because it's right right and so it was so like defeating to feel like i was such a like i just was such a pleb at the game i was such a bot you know and well dude the thing with fortnite and i still feel like this the shooting is so different it's it's very like arcadey and also like the whole bloom aspect there that I don't feel like other games I've ever experienced because I, I still I, I yeah like I mean playing Call of Duty like you're you're spot on accurate you know mm-hmm. and then you go and play Fortnite and you're like spraying all over the place you're like what the hell is this <laughs> yeah Bloom Bloom is was something that completely changed the game and yeah the other elements too of it obviously and the building obviously is a huge part and it just right it was it was a beast that I wasn't willing to want like take the time to master you know what i mean because i i immediately was a little bit turned off by it and right you know like come come now you know that's literally all i play with 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 the boys you know it's like Mm -hmm. where we drop and that's like that's like every night dude that's yeah getting those wins and so like my achievement to that would be uh i have about 600 hours invested in a fortnight over the year so that's literally you know what I mean? Like I put 1600 hours, literally 600 of those hours was all Fortnite, which is insane, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's to me, they, they've done such a great job with supporting that game and keeping people interested. Um, I mean, free game. Yeah. A free game. I mean, uh, I, 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 we haven't seen anything like this in the games industry ever. I don't, Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't, I can't recall something, uh, that's, that was this big of a cultural phenomenon. I, I mean, Minecraft is the last one that comes to mind. Pokemon maybe around uh, but when we were free. younger, but you know what I mean. They weren't free games. No, of this of this that nobody's ever achieved. I no, at least I and and making think. it so accessible that you can play this game on anything. I mean, mm-hmm. and then making the cross play happen with uh, with getting Sony uh, to finally commit to that was uh, another thing. And then now they're making waves in the uh the pc marketplace battle uh against Mm -hmm. steam with the epic game store and uh securing all of these big exclusives uh the division two they just got metro exodus dropped the price by ten dollars because the developers get so much more money on the epic game store that they want to pass that along to the the players which is like awesome um giving away free games every couple weeks i mean just they're they're making such great moves right now that uh, it's it's hard to see Epic fail. Like I, Epic fail. Lol. Uh, it's it's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. I mean, truly, I I can't see them failing anytime soon. They just have yeah. such a good thing going, and they they struck gold with Fortnite. Uh, and I don't think they even expected it to be as big as it was. Uh, I mean, if you, it, it feels like just yesterday that PUBG was the biggest thing. Uh, yeah, Dude, it's like I, night and day. Yeah, yeah, I mean that was that was making headlines weekly with just like breaking records on Steam left and right, and then out of nowhere comes this game that clearly just is just trying to 
game. They're just trying to cash in on this battle royale craze, and then they just rewrote the script on it. And now PUBG's trying to play catch up, and uh, you know all these other games are trying to come out. Like what happened to Realm Royale? That game was looked really promising, and then like haven't heard anything about it. You know, it's like are they still? It's it's fun. I still I play it. I like. Yeah, it's definitely not. You know, I wouldn't. I thought it was gonna. I, I thought it was gonna be like the the second coming of these yeah, battle royale games like because the, it, the one to to give Fortnite like a yeah because like it a has a similar yeah similar aesthetic so it's gonna draw a lot of the same people in but it's got this uh, like MMO fantasy vibe to it that that can bring in maybe some more hardcore players that maybe don't uh, get get too into Fortnite because it is somewhat casual of a game because it is so approachable but I don't know. It is very different. I will say that it, it yeah. does. It does very much feel like a different type of game, but yeah, it is fun too. Like I, don't, I don't know. I, maybe weirdly enough, I feel like as much as Fortnite, it is something that you can just jump into. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. there's a lot of depth to the game, man. There's so no, much. I, I know. Yeah, you can, you can really dive into so much. Which I'm not yeah. saying with Realm or with PUBG and all these other games. I'm not saying that's not there. I just right. I feel like with Fortnite, it's it's it like it like grips you you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it captures you and once it does mm-hmm. you just want to go all in try to figure yeah. everything out you know what i mean yeah it's 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 so nuts it's so nuts. yeah yeah it's crazy so well it's quite an achievement having uh invested that much time in the game for sure i think uh on, on my sony like year-end review thing um they clocked me at 130 hours which i was actually it's surprised at yeah i was i was surprised because i I generally I don't remember the last time I've crossed 100 hours on any game. Uh, personally, I uh, as much as I love games, uh, I tend to play through it, get what I need to get out of it and move on. And I don't really sit in that much longer. But I, yeah. it really is the um, the aspect of, of Fortnite just being like a hangout spot for people. I mean, you know, like you said, every night jumping in and just you're not even really uh, sometimes playing for the win it's more like uh, we're just oh, hanging out you know what i mean tell you how many times it's just been you're just relieved to play with like you know the people you love and yeah exactly and just it's like your it's like your social time you know not that you know you can't do that outside of it obviously like, sure you can, you can do things it's just it's just something easy to do you know it's so easy to just cut home and just be like yo you know, I'm logging on, you know, who else is logging on? Let's, let's chat. Let's talk about our day. Let's play some games. You know what I mean? It very much becomes, there's a huge social aspect to it. So absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely, for me, it was definitely half of understanding this game. um, And then half, you know, playing with the people that I love, because realistically, all I ever play is with people. You know what I mean? I I have Mm -hmm. like, I have a very low amount of solo wins. I think like three, you know, I yeah. don't ever play solo, which I want right. to because I'm right. better, but then I never do. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, for putting in like 600 hours, I realistically don't even have that many wins. I would say compared to other people. Cause I have like 200 and something. Yeah. And for other people, you know, I'm sure they blow me out of the water with these types of stats. And even then I feel like it's an achievement and most mm-hmm. of them are with, you know, in squads. Right. Because it's all I play. Is right. With my, is with my buds. Yeah. But it's just, uh, it's, it's just nuts because this is a game that I understood the hype and I liked it, but I mm-hmm. didn't really think it would be anything for me because I didn't understand it well and I wasn't naturally good at it. And same. Yeah. For a lot it of games. Same for me. Yeah. For a lot of games, I feel like, I 
kind of get naturally good at it pretty fast. You know what I mean? Right. Because I've been playing games for so long. And when you find a game that you don't have that kind of click, mm-hmm. it's so much harder to stay in there, right? Because you just are like, well, I'm not, I don't, I'm not yeah. good at this. You know, I'm not feeling what everyone else feels. And so I love that I put so much hours into it, not necessarily just because like, oh yeah, I'm a Fortnite junkie. It's not necessarily that. It's just the fact that, <laughs> it was it, it, i look at it i look at it like you know essentially i didn't want to play this because i didn't want to understand it and instead right. i took the time and you know this is easily the most played game of the entire year and this is yeah. something that i kind of hated to play in the beginning and it just it shows like if you just dedicate yourself to something mm-hmm. take the time to learn and invest in it you know you can get something out of this even if you right. don't like it at face value and right. so it's you know it, it goes beyond just like the game itself it, it it starts to show you like qualities of yourself that you love you know what i mean because damn bro you, know, you could push that under other things damn you just took it to a whole new level <laughs> i don't know we're gonna get like all like metaphorical and shit now but no i i feel you man that's uh that's or, very cool know, it, it's the same thing with the with the platinuming you know i never yeah, felt like no you yeah know, you don't want to take it there and then you when you love yeah. something that much and you you push yourself to do that. It's, it's yeah. Huge. Oh, for sure. Well, uh, I, I think that's quite an achievement. I think uh, both of us, we've, we've done some very incredible things in, in terms of gaming this last oh, year. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to see what this year brings too. like uh, already got kingdom hearts on uh, coming. Uh, no, I'm not even, I'm not even very far, so I can't say anything really, but <laughs> you know, that's, that's going to be something that uh, hopefully there's some achievements that come out of that. And uh, we got Anthem coming up, so I'm sure we'll have some some fun stuff to chat about. But uh, Adrian, I do want to thank you for joining me today to chat about some of our favorite and most memorable moments from it's last year. Yeah, man. Um, if people want to know about you and what you do, where can they find you online? Yo, I have a, a Twitter and an Instagram account. They're both under the same uh, name. It's just AD2, the number two, Sterling, uh, like Silver Sterling. And I have a, I have a YouTube out under my um, my name Sanctified O Two, pretty easy to find. I also have uh, music out under the name Adrian A D R I A N. But a little twist, the A's are V's, so V D R I V N. If you ever want to check it out, V driven, V driven. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, awesome. Well, uh, once again, if you have any gaming related questions that you'd like to ask me, either tweet at me at at IYE podcast or email me at the email address hello at in your element podcast.com. I'll make sure to answer your questions on the next episode of the show. And if you enjoy the podcast, consider visiting patreon.com slash in your element and supporting at the $1 level or above to receive all future episodes early and ad free gain a Patreon exclusive role in the in your element discord server where you can hang out and chat with myself and other elementalists be eligible for giveaways, attend patron hangouts and more. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you consume the show on and leave a review if you enjoy the content. Until next time, see you later, Elementalists.
Thank you.